Greetings, gamers. Welcome to episode 49, 49. of the Michigan GT Podcast. That's you a, tonight. That's me, awesome. Me, Jeff. I'm Rick. And I'm Rick Duck. We're almost there. Yep. Yeah. One episode to go. And then we're at 50. Yeah. And then what are we going to do? We'll figure it out then. Party, <laughs> party like it's 1999. Oh, yes. <laughs> As one does. Not a fan of Prince. Sorry. Have you ever actually listened to that song? Yes. <laughs> All right. Like many times. Okay. So if you listen to that song, yeah. there's three people singing in that song. Okay. Right. Yes. There's Prince. Yeah. Yep. There's Sheila, the, Sheila E. Sheila. Okay. Is that who it is? Okay. Yes. And then some other dude. Yes. All right. That guy has a horrible voice. Other dude. Other dude does. Yeah. It's like, so Prince is like, oh, I got to get someone on here to make my awesome voice sound even awesomer. And so we're going to bring this guy on and yeah. whose voice is mediocre at best. <laughs> That's literally how music works. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I just thought you'd try to get a bunch of nice sounding people together to record a song. But that boy, that guy can't sense. sing. That guy cannot sing. That song drives me nuts because of uh, that. Okay. It's like you hear it going, oh, what is this? And then Prince starts singing like, oh, yeah, this guy can sing. Yeah. And play an amazing <laughs> and, guitar. Oh, sure. But yeah. Anyway. That's funny. Moving on. Yeah, Sorry. Moving on. You don't have any opinions on Prince, Rick? Uh, okay. I really don't. I, I mean, Prince I... Prince is not one. You know I do. I know you do. Yeah, Prince yeah. is... Prince is not, like, up here, down there. I don't really care about uh, Prince. All right. The very first CD... When CDs came Purple out, Rain. Was Purple Rain. That's right. My very first one I ever bought was Purple Rain. Uh, really? Yeah. It's the first one you ever bought. Yeah. Okay, so the first one I ever bought... Oh, my. Oh, man. Um... I was like 10, right when I moved to Hawaii. Mm. And it was like a compilation. Oh, was it uh, Now This Is Music too? Or like Beat Street. It was like, like, like Beat Street. Or oh, something. Yeah. Jock, a, jock jams. Yeah, it had a bunch of like, you know, hip-hop type yeah. kind of things from 1985 or 4. Oh, wow. So it probably had like, it takes two to make a thing go right. Oh, no, way before that. <laughs> it was like that. Rapper's Delight type stuff on there. Nice. Yeah. Anyway. Alda Nova, Life is a Fantasy. It was also the first cassette my parents bought me. What? All right. Well, the first, Nova. the first thing I ever owned as my own I got as a gift, which was Michael Jackson Thriller. That was the first yeah. LP I ever picked. You know, it was an LP. Bought. It was an LP. I bought, and I bought it with my own money. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, I, I got it as I, a that's gift. How, that's how I look at it. It's like, yeah. I bought this with my own right. money. It's the first record I ever bought, and it was Thriller. Right. It was freaking amazing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It was. Well, and that's it. like my parents got me Aldenova on cassette, mm-hmm. and Aldenova. I bought the same album on CD when CDs came out. All right, nice. All right. You must have really, really liked yeah. it. I really did like it. And yeah. I, so everybody listening is probably going, "Jesus, man, this is about a, this is a, <laughs> a podcast about war gaming." Well, here's the thing about music and gaming. Sure, they go hand in hand. They do. They really do. You know, when you think about like the hobby side of this end of this space. Oh yeah, when we're building models and we're, if we're doing mm-hmm. it yep. by ourselves. We. We're usually listening to something. Sure. I know you listen to a lot of podcasts. I do listen to a lot of podcasts, right? We listen to music. Music. Okay. I listen to a lot of music when I do, yes. do stuff. Country on. road. Yep. Definitely I'll not. Listen, Take my I'll listen to a lot of country. I'll listen to, I, I said it in a car with you just the other day, I think. I One of my favorite genres of music is samba music, like from uh, Brazil and Argentina. Sure. Love that, that genre of music. It's yeah. just like the energy in it, it's really cool. And he it likes makes the me, steel drum. It makes me very productive. I do love I the mean, steel the drum. I mean, the steel drum is pretty cool. It is pretty cool. And it's a no, great sure. instrument. Yeah. And it makes me feel productive. Like, 
inspires up, me to be beat. productive. Yeah, I get right? you. Gets you moving. Yeah, one hundred percent. Gets gets the my, the blood flowing through this body, right. which is very hard to do with all the with all the <laughs> cholesterol. Well, and, 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 <laughs> and then you had like you know thrash metal bands like Bolt Thrower back in the day, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, yeah. produced by Games Workshop. You know. Nice. I think it was produced by Games Workshop. It was somehow involved. I wouldn't doubt. I mean, it was all their terms, right? You know, right. And yeah. So it was somehow tied. Right. Yeah. So that would be a, a question and a call to action to anybody listening to this episode is, what do you listen to when you're gaming and or doing the modeling hobby side of of, our, of what we yeah, are about? I'd love to hear about it. I'd love to know what put people Put it up on the Facebook to. page. Yeah. Right. And if anybody puts some, like, I listen to folk violin. <laughs> Cool. Oh, yeah, cool. I'm I'm Barry Manilow all the way. <laughs> of course you are. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it opens up and a lot. And that's of why I never play the good guys. Ah, makes sense. Very cool. Okay, so on to this episode's topic. Mm-hmm. I digress. <laughs> well, the digression is the topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Fair. All right, so we have. Um, a pretty awesome thing happening here uh, in Lansing, Michigan. It's and, huge. It's not just awesome. And mm-hmm. as uh, as this episode drops, we have a new game store in town that will be in midst of its soft opening with its grand opening shooting for mid-September. Mm-hmm. And with us tonight in this room is the owner, operator of said game store, Rick Talk. Oh, what? What's yeah, the name of up. your new We're shop? We're talking about you. Uh, the name of the new shop is going to be called Hoplite Games. Right on. Uh, leaning into the Spartan theme of Michigan State, which is a mile and a half mile away from yes, it where is. the store <laughs> is going to be. Yeah. So we're obviously going to try to market hard to the college crowd. Yep. Uh, which I think is kind of important. Yeah. Especially definitely. in a town like like this uh, that is green and white through and through. Hundred percent. Right. So. If I'm if I'm accurate, it's not going to be green and white themed, but green and something probably, right? Correct. Yeah, it will be probably gr- green and black. I like green and black. Right, those go well together. Yeah. Those are good colors. Um, and uh, it's kind of funny. The name actually, Jeff and uh, Alex uh, Kanaus from uh, Resnova Resno Games, Games yep. are the ones that kind of. Came up with the name. Yeah, it was a fun brainstorming session one night, yeah. and we just went round and round and round for a good long while, and that just started. That just popped out. I yeah. can't remember who said it. You did. I, you was did. it me? Uh, yeah, you oh, did. One hundred percent distinctly right. remember you saying it, and then Alex kind of like chirping up, like, "Yeah, that's oh, <laughs> that's yeah, it. That's, that's amazing." <laughs> yeah, um, and it was super fun because the concept of the store didn't even exist. We were just like having a good time talking about what ifs. Right. Oh, right? yeah, 100%. It was just like, what if we were to open a game store? What yes. if what if a game yeah, store? It was a hypothetical conversation. Yeah, 100%. It was very hypothetical. And then like a week later, yes. <laughs> you're like, I found the space. <laughs> I found a space. I had already gotten the website uh hyper the hyper And I'm signing the contract tomorrow. <laughs> yep. It was that fast. Yeah, it was. It was. It was super fast mm-hmm. and uh now um and it was like a sweetheart deal. In regards to the space, right? I didn't realize how sweetheart of a deal it really is. It was kind of an opportunity you felt you couldn't pass up, right? Right. You know, it was it was a good combination of your vision and opportunity, right? Right. You know, it was, it's like the universe was literally saying, "Right, hey, yes, and here's everything you need for this to make it make it so number one." Right. Yeah. And but it, the the sweetheart part of it isn't even in the the financial like 
uh, portion of like what the rent is on this building. Right. Sure. It's the location. Did not realize how awesome of a location it, it is. It's a pretty strong location, right. I think. Yeah. So where is it, Rick? So it's going to be on East Michigan Avenue, right. um, which is the corridor from the Capitol to the campus. Right. Right. But it's on a block on that corridor that is probably one of the better blocks in regards to things that are available to people that are um, consumers. Yes. Right. There are two Chinese restaurants, and this is, again, from one street to one street, mm-hmm. one block. One block, I, it, either side of the street. Either side of the street. Right. Two Chinese restaurants, a pinball video game bar ramen place. Mm-hmm. Which <laughs> what is, an eclectic <laughs> mix of things itself. Right. right? Yes. Yeah. The Green Door, which right. is which a, a jazz bar, bar restaurant. restaurant. Yep. Yep. Um, uh, halal Grocer. <laughs> yeah. Right. An appliance repair shop. An appliance repair shop. So anything that those kitchens might, right. boom, they got it taken care of. A uh, retro bookstore or a new age bookstore mm-hmm. yep. that has three different types of bookstores and one of them being a kind of a comic book store. Not kind of. It is a comic yeah, book shop. Yeah, you know. Kind of. But yes. Well, you're right. It is they a have comic, comic books. They have comic books. And a lot of them. And a lot of them. Right. Correct. Um, and then a um, a pizza joint, and that's literally just one side of the street. Mm-hmm. Yep. On the side of the street where the store is, and we're on the very end of one of that. Yes, side. you're on the corner. Uh, then we have a tattoo parlor. Right. A karate dojo. Yep. A um, kickboxing gym or cardio kickboxing gym slash fitness center slash fitness center, a kombucha tea shop tea shop right, and then a coffee shop called. Strange Matter. Strange Matter Coffee, right? And then Ooh. a uh, Mexican restaurant. Right. Literally everything you need. And then that, on that on that other end is also a Speedway gas station yes. with yep. other concessions. Right. And, you know, which is also owned by 7-Eleven now or whatever. Yeah. It's kind of everything Speedway you could potentially the, need. The convenience store of right. uh, of our area, kind right. of outside of quality area, right? Right. Yep. Yeah. It's all right there. Yeah. So gamers can come in. And they're like, oh, we're also going to get Chinese and we're going to go home and play, have game night or whatever. Right, yeah. It's literally perfect in that regard. On our side of the street of the game store, there are new apartments that have been built on top of right. that, that side. Yeah, it's one of those uh, probably like six or seven story building mm-hmm. condos yeah. from the second story up. First floor is all businesses, right? right. That's kind of where... You know, a lot of mm. new builds are going in this direction. Right. And yeah. so there's an, an immediate audience potential sure. for the game store when it opens. Right. They, they're gonna they're at least going to come down and check it out. At least check it out. Yep. Right. right. Because it's the new store on the block. They're going to come down and check it out. It may or may not be for them, but they're probably going to know someone who is a gamer. Good, good and, point. And going to promote it or at least say, hey, you know, what? I'll let my friends know. Right. So there's already that. Yeah, and I don't think nobody in Michigan or in Lansing area doesn't know the Michigan Avenue corridor. Oh no, everyone knows, <laughs> right? Everyone yeah, right. knows Michigan Avenue. I so. mean, whether they drive on it often or not, it might be another story. But right. I mean, the biggest hospital in the city is on that street. You know, a right. half mile down the road, yep, right? Yep. I mean, Spare Hospital is just right there. Right. Uh, so the address, in case you guys want to know, is twenty twenty four East Michigan Avenue. Yes. And yeah, uh, as you're hearing this, it should be open. And yeah. hours are going to be uh, Wednesday through Sunday? Uh, Wednesday through Sunday, um, but Wednesday through Saturday, well, 2 to 8. It's not going to be late mm-hmm. uh, for uh, regular consumer. Uh, and then 
noon to four or six on Sunday. So you open a little bit earlier on Sunday. A little early okay. and close a little earlier. But on the weeknights and the week and the weekends when I'm not when I'm not out on the road mm-hmm. going to a convention sure. or an event or whatever, um, we'll be doing after hour events, uh, either by invite. Only. When when you're in town. When I'm in town. Yeah. Like painting classes sure. or a uh, bespoke Dungeons and Dragons scenario that right. that I might run and sure. be like by invite only or a pay to play situation, right? Uh, just as another way to um, you know rally up some revenue for the store, right? But also to give some of the some great experiences to yeah, our clientele, some right? great experiences because yeah. uh, one of the great things that um, the store will have access to is the uh, products. That I get early. Yes. Right? Especially with the Dungeons and Dragons yes. stuff. So I can be like, oh, I got in these new scenario kits that don't come out for sale for weeks. Right. I need to make some videos. <laughs> let's let's do an invite and be like, we're going to do the Wear Rats Den. Yeah. And they're going to be like, what is this? I'm like, yeah. Right. Pause. I got to take a little video. Yeah. <laughs> right. Snip, snip. Snip, All right. snip. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so there's going to be those kind of experiences that uh, no other store in town can give which is, I think, pretty pretty impressive. It is very impressive. Um, and uh, I think will be a great uh, add to the community building aspect of what we want the store to do. Agreed. So. All right, so let's talk a little bit about the vi- <laughs> the vision of the store, mm-hmm. right? So it's not the biggest shop you'll ever go into. Yeah. You know, it's about 1,300 square feet. Yep. Uh, so it's got plenty of space for the retail items, mm-hmm. but play space is going to be limited. Very limited. Right. Correct. So in, in the main retail front, um, there's going to be a demo table, which is already set up, which right. is the um, the Geek Chic demo table. Sure. Um, and then there's going to be like um, a small dining table, the one that was originally the previous store's register table, which is <laughs> right. kind of strange. Kind of strange. I right. Agree. Which is fine, though. But it, yep. Yep. But what I want to use that one for is like this week's new products mm-hmm. have one on display on the table. So... People can see it. Or I was thinking about this. The window ledge yes. is where you put one of the new items every week mm-hmm. uh, yeah. on that ledge. So yeah. people walk by, ooh, that's new. That's new. Yeah. And it's just every week we put yeah. a new items on there. New eye candy every week, right? Every week. But that and people, table, people will notice that. 100%. Right? There's so much what, what the, the funny thing is what you'll get <clears throat> sometime is you're going to be out of town and that doesn't <clears throat> get swapped out. And then someone's <laughs> going to say something. Oh hey, yep. hey! How come you don't have anything new out this week? Right? right. You yeah. know, yeah. People get used to used to that stuff. They even do. though they may never say a word about it. Correct. They they pay attention, right. you know. And then when it doesn't happen, then they'll speak up. Right. One hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, and I have a funny story to that. Uh, but anyways, uh, that's, but that table otherwise will be if someone wants to come in and they want to get a, another demo spot mm-hmm. or other a group of four or six because it could see six around it. Easy. Um. If they want to play Commander, right? And be like, we're not going to do stuff like Friday Night Magic. We're not going to do Adventure League, at least not in the store. We're uh, we're trying to forge some good friendship partnerships with some of the uh, other company uh, businesses in on our block. Yeah. Right. So Adventure League, we could help support Adventure League at the Avenue. Right. The pinball machine bar. Potentially, or, Potentially, yeah, or the it, green door. If they can facilitate it, right. Correct. Yeah. If they're willing to facilitate it or have an interest, we can help support sure. it and we can make something like that happen. Right. right? Um, so that if we can f- uh, facilitate those relationships to where we can, great. But otherwise, um, there's a back room 
where there's the sink and which leads to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna we're gonna put a uh, another game table back there. Yes. For private RPG sessions or wargaming sessions on that table. Right. Right. That well, sounds pretty cool. Yeah. So and again, by private, you're you're just meaning that it's out of the play space. You're alone back there. Right. That kind of thing. You're separated from the retail from space. From the retail space. Right. Not that. It's like exclusive. Only invites can play in there, right? But you know, but you have to arrange it. You know, you have to arrange your time yeah. slots or whatever, right? Absolutely, and then that'll also be another potential spot for. Uh, let's say I would want to do a Thursday night paint and take, and we can facilitate fifteen people in the front area to do it, where they can come in, and learn how to paint a miniature, just sit around and, and enjoy each other's company while we right. paint, like a hobby, t- hobby time, night. Right? Yeah, put a two hours time lock on it from eight to ten or whatever. After the store is closed, mm-hmm. um, but maybe someone might be like, "Well, we would also like to maybe run a and D game or do a do a couple uh, rounds of wargaming in the back from eight to ten. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah, yep. right. You can work on it. Yeah. So there's there's potential there in regards to the play space, but it's not right. going to be anything like a traditional store that can seat sixty to hundred Magic right. players on a Friday night. Not yet. Correct. <laughs> this is phase Not one. Yet. This is phase one. Of our phase master one. plans to take over the gaming space here in the Lansing, Michigan areas. <laughs> so, it's a game store. Yes. Now, a game store can mean a lot of different things. So, we've already established that in-store play is not going to be a major thing. Correct. But what kind of things can I expect to find if I'm coming in to mm-hmm. Hoplite Games? Um, I would say that the majority of things that one would find in there are going to be party games. Okay. Uh, again, targeting the college community. Right. Uh, those, those fun family party games are going to mm-hmm. be high priority. Right. Um, we're also going to have your new releases of board games that, um, aren't, don't have a big barrier of entry. I don't want to bring in a Twilight Imperium unless someone says, <laughs> hey, can you, you order, get me, can me, order me a Twilight Imperium? Right. Right, um, and then uh, there will there will be because I am a I like painting miniatures. I like the hobby of miniature paints, and uh, and uh, and just doing that side of this of of the space. There will be plenty of that. Right, right. Uh, board games that have miniatures, miniature games, and the paints and supplies in which to paint them will be a priority there. And then of course um, we also have our your collectible card games. Uh, even though we won't be holding tournaments, we will at least have packs for sale, and we'll have some secondary market um, singles okay. and stuff so like that. So if you're on the hunt for a single, come on in. You yeah. never know what we you might You never have. know, right? Because right. we'll we will be buying them. You know, if people want to sell their collections, we will be buying them from different, you know, not every. We're not going to pick up Decipher Star Wars or Star Trek. <laughs> right. But, uh, you know, we'll magic. pick Magic. Maybe some Pokemon, Pokemon or something Pokemon, like Yu-Gi-Oh, yeah, sure. Flesh and Blood. Uh, right. the, the ones that are currently your hot ticket items, Lorcana. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll pick up some Lorcana stuff, um, which is the new Disney right. CCG. Oh, absolutely. Um, the new Star Wars RPG, or CCG when it comes out, we'll definitely oh, have next that. next year. We, yeah. 100%. Uh, Star Wars Unlimited? <laughs> Heck yes. That was super fun. I And I was totally winning when we were done. <laughs> you were not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so, uh, the Force was not with him. It was not. Wow. And, then, uh, and then RPGs. Mm-hmm. There will be a significant RPG depth there because, again, I think D and D is hot and the community wants it, but there is so much in the RPG space that is untapped. 
100%. that we can show off and, and get people in, interested to- in. Totally true. Yeah. Um. Right. And, and <coughs> excuse me. I, I think that's a um, an area of need in our area, to, in our community, too. I right? agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the last thing is we'll also be doing secondary market used board games. Okay. Because I have a lot of those. What about uh, used miniatures? Interested um, in doing those? Absolutely. Okay. Um, anything that it, of all the things I've mentioned that we will have, there will be the potential of having it as, as a second-hand used, item. Second-hand item. Right yeah. So, yeah, if I mean, if you have an old miniature collection or old board game collection or something like that, yep. and you're not playing some things anymore, have the <clears> thought <throat> of maybe converting that into something new, yep. bring it on down. You never know if it's something that, yep. that Hot Plate's interested in picking up. That's right. It'll be, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun uh, to be able to integrate ourselves into the gaming community here yeah. in Lansing. Agreed. Um, beyond what we currently are integrated in as, as, mm-hmm. as far as like what Thunderford Studios is. Right. Uh, because it is not a consumer facing no. thing. The community here doesn't really know anything about no. wh- who I am or what this what this is. And and for good reason. For there, good there's re- no reason to for them to know you. Right? <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Correct. Um but it'll be interesting to see how it, it translates once they do get to know the store and who, you know, where where I am in this space. Right. right. Some people will care. Some people won't. They won't. I agree. A yeah. lot. I, I'm hoping a lot won't. Right. But the ones that do, I think it's going to yeah. be an interesting, um, it'll be interesting to see if that facilitates uh, the store being another destination spot for certain types of gamers. Oh, right. I hope so. Right, because right. I, I the thing I do want them to know about my my position in the industry is I do get to get some stuff real early that we can play. Sure, can't sell it. Can't sell but it you right can away. See it, but you get to see it, and I'll definitely play it with you right. before it ever hits the shelf. Yeah, and I think that's kind of one of the benefits that Hoplite is going to have over. And and who knows? Maybe we'll have a giveaway of said item on the release day. Who knows? Right. <laughs> There's all sorts of fun stuff right. that, that uh, can be facilitated through the industry connections that exist. Sure. Right. And uh, I want to be able to translate that into, again, how the community views the store as like, ooh, they're the first look store. Right. Because I think that's kind yeah. of a really neat thing to have. Right. Considering, again, no other store in the area has that. Where I, you know, um, like Marvel Zombies, right? When Marvel Zombies came, uh, is is just now kind of, it's it, just now, now hitting the shelves. shelves. I've had it for months. <clears throat> oh, okay, <clears throat> yeah. Right. So we could have been playing if the store had been opened in January. We could have been playing Marvel Zombies, sure. Zombicide, sure, with six, Galactus, with Galactus <laughs> for six months. Before the story, or wow. before it ever hits a shelf at, uh, at a store. Oh, that's wild. Yeah, because the Galactuses are just now arriving at, yeah. at game stores. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Insane. So, right. So that kind of, again, uh, can, uh, insider information, I think, will help translate to better sales when the product hits the shelf. Because, mm-hmm. one, people will be maybe familiar with it, be excited about it. Be know where to get it. Know where to get it. And be champions of the game already before it ever hits the shelf. Because that's what we need, in, I think, across the board for the Michigan GT. We need more champions of the games that are being played. 100%. Like, if we could get a God-tier champion, mm-hmm. that could be like a TO and run tournaments at the uh, GT and stuff right. like that. Let's, I want the store to be able to find those people for those events. That would be amazing. Right. Right. So 
So all good stuff. Yeah, all good stuff. All all, good stuff. all really good stuff. Yeah, it's it's gonna be uh, a, a shop done the right way. Right. Or a way that <laughs> seems no. right. No, it's the right way. <laughs> it's the right way. <laughs> it's gonna be the right way. And uh, yeah, and so the reason behind a soft opening too, just so mm-hmm. everybody knows, is I want to hear what the community wants. Right. It can't just be this is what we're gonna give you. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I want them to be able to come in before the grand opening and be like, oh. Me and my game group were really into this. Right. Well, what's your game group look like? How often will you be coming in? Mm-hmm. Is it a, a, Yeah, it's not just you say something that's going to be there, right? Right. I mean, but they have to also. But if enough people say, hey, this is what I'm looking for, they'll say, oh, well, maybe right. we need to do that. Right. Maybe we need to get Right. Because the, one, of, one of my mantras in the game space is it's not about my hobby. Right. So my hobby will be well represented. Sure. It is oh, about yeah. the hobby. The hobby. And right. the hobby is dictated by the community. That's true. So. We want to hear what the community wants. We want to be able to facilitate their, their interests and wants as best as we can. Right. So that, again, we are the store they want to come to, not the one they have to go to yep. because of options. 100%. So. Super exciting, Ray. Yeah, thanks. I'm really happy for you. I know this is something you've had on the uh, back burner in your head for a long time. It has been a brain worm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it is. And it, it's, it's fun to be watching it come to fruition. Yeah, thanks. I'll be a customer. I'll be there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All the time. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's going to be wild. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, hang in there, and we're going to come back, and we're going to talk some news. Nice. Corvus Belly is a company with more than 20 years of experience in game development and manufacturing miniatures. Today, it has an active community of more than 20,000 players around the world that receive support from the company through the different platforms. Corvus Belly is the creator of the science fiction universe Infinity, where you can find games such as the war game, Aristea, the dungeon crawler Infinity Defiance, or Infinity Deathmatch Tag Raid. And this year, Corvus Belly has announced a new fantasy world called Warcrow. It's time for the news, see? We missed last episode because Rick wasn't here, so I couldn't do the voice. <laughs> it's true. We didn't, you didn't do it no, last time. No, we didn't do it last time. You didn't time. do it last time. <laughs> no, we just That's didn't have great. much to talk about going into Gen Con. You know, the news well, was going to yeah. Gen Con, right? Yeah, going so, to Gen Con. So, uh, yeah, here we are, the news. Um, mm-hmm. Not a ton going on right now. In no, the, not really. In the dog days of summer, Oof. right? Not yeah. a ton of releases for, for gaming for whatever reason. Um, Lots of announcements coming out at Gen Con. Right. But the releases are further down the road. Close to Christmas, right? Yeah. <clears throat> okay, imagine that. Yeah. People are spending their money on summer vacations right now, not new games. That's right. Camping so, excursions. Uh, <laughs> right. So uh, why don't we go with you, Rick, since you're the uh, only one with actual real news. Okay. No, I, I mean, my news is news, but not, right. not like that. Okay. So uh, four days ago, CMON announced that the pre-orders for the new Assassin's Creed role-playing game uh, will be opening September 5th, so about a little over, or a little less than a month away. Excellent. Um, and uh, they're just talking about how uh, there's some information about the game and where you play modern descendants of of uh, different uh, assassins, uh, uh, yeah, different myriad of places across different time periods, searching for long lost secrets, <clears throat> and it's a vast world. But this custom made system will seamlessly guide you. Uh, but I got in the mail, mm-hmm. uh, and again, this kind of speaks to our last conversation, right? Of where I get early access to some sure. things, and I got a little box. I didn't, and I wasn't even expecting. It. I literally got this yesterday. Um, DHL dropped it off. I was like, hey, I don't ever get anything from DHL, so I don't know who it was from. <laughs> and it was coming from um, Big Child Creative. Okay. I'm like, I never get anything from Big Child Creative. <laughs> 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 uh, but I was super excited. All right. And I open it up, and it's from Simon. 
and it's a, the it's Assassin's Creed role playing game, and it goes this gift we call a leap of faith. It is one of our brotherhood's most sacred rites. It centers our minds, steadies our hands, and purges fear from our hearts. And it is one of the uh, Assassin's Creed characters with an eagle or a hawk on his arm, right? Perched upon the the steeple of the church, or the peak of a the peak pe- of a building, yep. right? And where they would jump off into the hay bales off the yep. you know as the leap of faith right. thing that you would notice in a video game. And it's a it's got to be like an epic scale miniature. Yeah, it's pretty large. Right. I mean, it's definitely not twenty eight mil. Oh no, uh, it's. <clears throat> It even feels even bigger than like the 32 mil heroic. I yeah. put it at probably like a 36 or 38 millimeter yeah. miniature. Yeah, it's it's, it's beautiful. gorgeous. Yeah, it's a really nice sculpt. Yeah. Um, it's it's a plastic. Yep. Um, and yeah, it's it's high quality. I think it, it looks great. It's super funny. Is on the bottom. Uh huh. It says it has AC01, so arm, uh, Assassin's Creed 01 miniature. Yep, miniature number one. Copyright 2024. Ooh. So that's, huh. That's, that's, really, that's yeah. how early. Right. Wow. Yeah, yeah, you're five months early. <clears throat> right. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, that's exciting. So, yeah, I think I might paint this on an upcoming episode of Path of the Brush. You better uh, talk to Simon first. <laughs> <laughs> better talk to Simon first. Yeah, see if they're okay with that being on camera. Right, right. Yeah, that might be uh, a taboo. Right. But, so well, the, yeah, very cool. Yeah, so September 5th, go to Simon.com and uh, you can join the Brotherhood. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Cool. Well, I got a couple. Uh, Minor news uh, points, but they're all GT related. Not that that's a bad thing, that's since this is the, uh, the GT podcast. Uh, but yeah, we uh, shored up a couple of sponsors this week. Uh, most of them returning. So we have uh, Parabellum returning as a gold tier sponsor. So, nice. Uh, they're going to be providing one of their um, limited run miniatures as part of their prize support. Oh, very cool. Wow. So the, the the legendary models yeah. that they make that are. Very expensive impressive. and very and very impressive, yes. uh, and they're going to be bringing one that's out of print. So, oh, nice. so it's a, a chance for somebody to get a hold of something that they can't Ooh. buy anymore, which is really cool. Nice. Um, he hasn't told me which one yet, <laughs> but when I know, I'll, I'll yeah. make an announcement and let everyone know. Nice. Uh, so beyond them, I've been talking to um, Army Painters new events organizer, Cat Jackson. She yep. says they're on board. So. <clears throat> Uh, so they'll be back again this year as a sponsor. Very cool. And then uh, we have a new sponsor in Far Harbor Games out, right of, out of Grand Rapids. <coughs> uh, they're going to be on as a gold-level sponsor, too. Awesome. Uh, Jesse, the owner over there, is a great guy. If yep. you're ever over on the west side of the state, I highly recommend checking out his shop. Good dude. He's got a cute dog, likes to play, <laughs> um, who's always in the shop with him, a little corgi. Nice. Uh, but, yeah, they have a good group of guys over there, and he's trying to do things the right way. So if you're over there, support him. He's, he's a guy we're supporting. Nice. Uh, he's also going to be uh, sponsoring an episode of the podcast. All right. So he'll be a guest here coming up soon, which is exciting. And then let's see here. I know I'm missing. Oh, Elric Hobbies is coming back. Yep. Uh, they're going to have a double booth at the GT this year. So nice. if you're looking for some of those cool custom bases, they are definitely worth checking out. That's the place to look. Um. They also have just purchased the product line from Secret Weapon Miniatures. Wow. So they are going to be having, um, you know, all of that stuff there until they sell out you know, between them being able to make new product and, and moving yeah. what they what they purchased. So they have all the the uh, powders, the, the um, oh, pigment, the pigment, the, the pigment powders. Yeah. They have the whole line of pigment powders, uh, a bunch of the paints, like I said, until they run out of their inventory, then they got to... Yeah. Have more made, uh, and they're going to have also a bunch of the uh, the 3D dungeon stuff 
that secret Ooh, weapon had. So yep. he's he said there was a ton of that. So they're going to have a right lot on. of that in. So that's really cool. And, boy, I know I'm missing one more, darn it. <laughs> that's bad prep. But or, anyway, well, when I can think about it, I'll uh, I'll definitely post it up on the web page. I'll say and it's, and he'll fix it in post, but and, uh, it doesn't really it's not gonna work happen. that way. No, <laughs> yeah. definitely not. He doesn't have a brand. So, yeah, and... You know, I'm expecting we're expecting to hear back from uh, quite a few more in the next week or so too. Awesome. So I'm really excited about that. That is great. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's it for the news. Unless you got something ready. No, I don't have much of anything going on. Oh All no. Right. Other than false alarms at the. At the <laughs> yeah, store, false alarms right? at my store. Oh, yeah, that's news. Yeah, bad news. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, we we'll be right back, and we're going to talk some hobby. Games for Life is a full service game store in Lake Orion, Michigan. They carry a broad range of board, card, dice, RPG, and miniature games. Gaming accessories and modeling supplies like paint, primer, glue, and flock are always stocked. They feature ample in-store play space and a growing demo library to support their motto of stay and play. You can check them out on Facebook at Games for Life Shop. Hobby time. Hobby time. Hobby time. Hobby time. That wasn't, wasn't, wasn't horrible. It's that been a couple episodes yeah. since we've been able to do that. No yeah. practice? I thought it was great. Yeah. That was, uh, <laughs> no, for no practice, it definitely was great. I, I would put it above the dude on uh, the 1999 song. Not not Prince level, but definitely, definitely better than the, the dude. other dude. Right. But don't look at me. I'm just agreeing with him. <laughs> that's, a call, that's what you call a callback. Right yeah, that, that was a callback. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Bringing it all the way back to the beginning. <laughs> So hobby time. Man. Hobby time. So since last episode, right, which was kind of a, uh, it's only been a week, right? Yeah, because yeah. right. it was that post Gen Con mm-hmm. tidbit. You can see that <laughs> yeah. the God tier models that we agreed on. I haven't mm-hmm. even left the table. <laughs> well, yeah, it's uh, still right there. Not mine have left the table, but they have not left the package. Right. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. That's yeah. where mine are too. Right. So uh, I wasn't <laughs> expecting any of that to be done right. coming into this into this episode. Oh. Uh, though uh, next episode. It'd be nice to see some pro- progress right. there. If not yeah. finished. If not finished. Yeah. There are only, only a handful of models. We could knock true. that out. So yeah. that's the goal for the two weeks. I mean, I'm going to be honest. My entire hobby time has been stinking Galactus. <laughs> well, I mean, that's... The thing is... I mean, it's only 28 millimeter scale. <laughs> scale. True. 28 millimeter scale, which equals <laughs> over two feet tall. Yeah. Okay. So th- this is... Far and away the biggest model I've ever painted. Yes, and I got to be honest, there are some struggles with this that okay. I was that I was not expecting. Okay, um, it's, is, is it because it's one piece? Yes, that that is a huge part of it. Is that yeah. it's one piece? Okay. The other problem is it is so big, mm-hmm. I I am struggling to be able to hold it still while I'm doing the airbrush. Interesting. Because I can't have it and on the table. Yeah. It can't be on the table. So I got to try to like. It's half against the table, half on my lap, you know, trying to, I'm trying to move it yeah. to get to all these angles. And it's just so big, I can't hold it still. So it's going to take some definite cleanup work because sure. uh, some of my airbrushing is pretty messy because mm. I can't get good lines. I can't get, get good lines. No, it, it, yeah. it, it's, I, I completely was not expecting this sure. as, as an issue. But as far as the, the skill set that you're using, are you learning new technique? Because of this challenge, not yet, not yet, not yet. Okay. No, it's mostly just frustration at this point. Okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, no, yeah, make, totally makes sense, right? 
I wish I had the popcorn though to watch it though. <laughs> <laughs> I could be sitting there going, oh yeah. It's it's massive, is what it oh, is. Yeah. It, it's a really big model. I mean, it took me two hours just to prime it. Right. You know, and then even still, I missed a couple spots. Wow. Okay. <laughs> As I'm turning it over, I'm like, oh, I missed that. All right. right. You know. I, it, of course, I'm... in my head, it's rolling around because I've been to where you airbrush. Right. And I've sat there with you, and I'm thinking about that Galactus there. I'm like, wow. No, that's... I had to bring in a separate standing <laughs> light because my painting light. is it, too low. It's too low, right. Yeah. And, and not only that, but it, it's all shadow because nice. the model blocks all the light coming <laughs> <laughs> coming out of that thing, nice. you know, and I'm like, I'm like, I gotta put, so I can't see. As, I gotta put some. Galactus else. enters our space. Yeah, it blocks right. all the light from the sun. He, he does. Yes, in the world in shadow. He does. I mean, this thing is, it's a monster. Yeah, it really is. Um, I'll have to. I'll have to put like a space marine or something next to it at some point in time when we'll I post a picture of, of it, yeah. Yeah. just to, so people can really get mm. an idea, or maybe put a quarter next to it or something. Jesus. I mean, a quarter is going to... You barely won't even tell what it is. You won't be able to see it. All right. Yeah, it's it's a beast. Yeah. Now, the great thing is it's not hyper-detailed. Right. So that's a good thing about it, Very cartoonish. Yeah, it's comic Mm -hmm. bookish, right. Yeah. Yeah, as it's supposed to be, you know. Um, The other thing I'm going to... It's going to be a struggle is... Because I'm doing the base first. Mm, Of course. I'm going to do the model second. Mm -hmm. Because the base has the harder spots to get to. Okay. Um, I think. (laughs) But my problem is going to be once I get the base done, how do I protect the base from overspray? Overspray, sure. So I'm thinking like a lot of masking tape. Uh, that and I think uh, cellophane. Oh, cellophane. Yeah. yeah, I'm just going to wrap a lot of it in, <clears throat> and then tape it after that. Of course. Um, yeah. That actually sounds brilliant. We'll see. Yeah, <clears throat> I can we'll tell you it works out like that when he's trying to. I can, I can tell around. you that one of the companies that was uh, that had first access to the, the Galactus model mm-hmm. for review and to paint was a company called Quackalope. Okay, and uh, so they they do reviews and other video content similar to what Thunderforge does, and uh, they had to break it apart to do. The model. I, you know, I I, it crossed my mind, man, because mm-hmm. there's going to be a couple spots that aren't going to be done great if I right. if I don't break it apart, right. just because physics, mm-hmm. right? Sure, but most people won't care, right? Because who's going to pick it up and you know, sure, look under, you know, put their head underneath his cloak to see if the undercloak's yeah, to make sure <laughs> right. is he anatomically correct, right? <laughs> sure, is that a skirt yeah. or is it pants? Is it, what is it? <laughs> oh boy, yeah. Uh, no. So yeah, that's my that's my hobby time. Slaving okay. away at this model. Yeah. It's a And again, as a reminder to all the listeners, if you are in attendance at the Michigan GT, this model will be available to bid on or uh, buy raffle tickets for yeah. to win it for the charity for auction. For the charity auction. Absolutely. Yes. It's going to be awesome. I mean, I'm actually going to be buying tickets myself to try to win it. To yep. win it back. I really should too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and you know what, and as it gets done, if it gets done early, yeah. I might put it in hoplite. Yeah. Until the event. Absolutely. You know, yeah. is, is a place for people to check it out and, mm-hmm. and promote promote the GT. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that'd be great. It looked pretty cool on a, on a shelf. I yes, agree. Would. I think on the table just inside where the window as people walk by. Better not get broken into get stolen, though. I'm going to cry. <laughs> I would cry, too. And then I would, those security cameras we were looking at yeah, on yeah, Sunday, uh-huh. they, they better do their job. Right. <laughs> Mr. Hall, you got anything? Uh, ten zombies. Nice. <laughs> Ten zombies. Um, yeah, so Dead's on Firefight. Um, uh, we put a challenge out on Dead's on the podcast mm-hmm. for me doing this firefight team. And there's, I 
think right now the list has got 60 zombies in it. Oh, cool. Nice. And I was like, okay, I'll just do it in Wait, 10 is this, models. Is this the zombies that are like, if someone brings this to the table, they're, they're the worst person in the world? Because no. They, no, they not, not the way they're... So in Dead Zone, yes. Oh, okay. In Firefight, no. Okay, okay. In Firefight, they're just zombies. Okay, all right. I mean, in Dead Zone, they're just zombies, but they can come back. Right, okay, <laughs> all right. Yeah, but um, Rachel wanted me to go. So Mantic's plague for Dead Zone Firefight have like pink flesh and blue flesh, and it's it, it's kind of got that kind of cartoony feel to the color sure. scheme. Uh, Rachel wanted me to go more horror, okay, uh, slash realistic. Okay. Oh Jesus, real, like, real zombies, uh, real zombies. Um, so I went down the horror route, All right. um, and did more of a almost a gray like skin, a rotting flesh kind of. Nice. Yeah, the gray skin with a hint of purple to sure. it, mm-hmm. and played around with a little uh, watered down washes, mm-hmm. cool, watered okay. down even more yeah. to oh, get yeah. that. Just sure. you could tell it's got purple on it, but it's not actually purple. Right. Right. Yeah. So I played around with that. Very cool. So yeah, that's what I did. Like a fun project. What are you working on next? Um, I'm gonna be next event. More next zombies. Is gonna be more zombies. Okay. Because <laughs> I gotta get them all. Together. And god tier models. And god tier. And god tier. Muha All right, talk. What are you up to? Um, so, uh, episode one of season two, Path of Brush, starts tomorrow. Nice. And so I'll be, uh, I'm going to be painting a D&D model, even though my guest is Dwarven Forge that makes the terrain. But it fits. <laughs> but it fits. It right. completely right. fits. Yeah. Um, and, uh, we're going to be, uh, doing the interview and that's so I'll be painting something for, that's D&D-esque. Sweet. Um, and then God tier, mm-hmm. obviously, right with stuff I'm working on. But uh, as far as like, what have I worked on since the last episode? Yeah. Nothing. And the reason is, is hoplite games. Right. (laughs) I would say, I mean, that's that's worthwhile. It's a thing. Yeah. (laughs) It's a thing. Yeah. Because once it's open, then we can do hobby there and get more people in doing hobby with us. Right. I think that's going to be great. I agree. (laughs) I totally agree. Awesome. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, good hobby time. Good episode 49. Yeah. Next episode, number 50. That's right. So make sure you tune in for 50 because we're talking about having some uh, fun stuff to be given away next episode. Don't miss out. See you in two weeks. Peace. Since 2000, Privateer Press has been an award-winning publisher of tabletop games, including War Machine, Hordes, Monster Apocalypse, Warcaster, Riot Quest, and the Iron Kingdom's role-playing game setting.